Middle East on the brink, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. And here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Welcome to the free version of the Michael Savage podcast, and I'm going to keep it free for all of you. But there are many of you who would love to be able to listen to my show without any ads. I love ads, but many of you want to listen to the podcast free of ads. So we created something for you, a solution. We call it the Savage Premium. For less than the price of one flat, tasteless beer at your local bar, you can receive access to all of my podcasts going back years ad-free for just $3.99. That's at $3.99 a month. You'll get not only my ad-free podcast, but you will also occasionally receive access to material that is exclusive for members only, and I'm going to give you the list in a minute of what you've, what you've missed. You're going to get an occasional monologue from me, maybe a reading from one of my novels, sneak peeks of interviews before anyone else hears them, archive pieces dating back to 1994. Many things that come up, you're going to get exclusive access to Michael Savage material. Details can be seen on my website, michaelsavage.com, and if you want to join... All you got to do is go to glow.fm and search Savage Premium. That's glow.fm and search Savage Premium. Now, you will always have access to my free weekly podcast. I want to be clear about that. That's my promise to you. But if you want less ads and more Savage, join the Savage Premium Club today and never miss a spoken word of mine. It's glow.fm slash Savage Premium. You can find it on michaelsavage.com. And here's some of the stuff that you have missed so far. Michael Savage reading from his best-selling novel, Countdown to Mecca. My words, my voice. Savage reads from one of his lost journals, Fiji, 1968. Savage's first drive-time show, Hour One. My interview with the Jewish gangster, very popular. I uh, read from my first written, published article, Who Was at the Helm? From 1965, it's heard nowhere but on my premium site. I read passages from my novel, Abuse of Power. Uh, we replayed Fat Al's Tuna. My Savage show from 324.94, the earliest show in the archive, 324.94. My interview with Donald Trump from 110.2011. 110.2011, while Mark Levin was mocking him and Sean Hannity was mocking him uh, and the others were mocking him, I was interviewing Trump much more. And remember, subscribers also get ad-free podcasts every week. The cost is less than a beer at a bar, and you get a better buzz with, with the Savage Premium. So go to, go to glow.fm slash Savage Premium for full access to ad-free podcasts and exclusive sound you'll not hear anywhere else. Thank you very much. Welcome to the Savage Nation podcast. We are living through mass hysteria. Years ago, I wrote a book called Stop Mass Hysteria. Well, we're living through mass hysteria. And we don't have to go back to the Salem witch hunt 
or to the Trump witch hunt. Right now, we're living through terrier frenzy. And I wanted to open today's podcast by playing the sound of the interview for you here on the Savage Nation podcast. It's an interview done by the fine writer Joshua Klein from Breitbart, which is the best website out there. And we discussed the border crisis, the mass hysteria the nation is living through, and how the left is suffering from terrier frenzy. Let's listen. Mr. President, what's your reaction to the images coming from the southern border? Get it under control. Get it under control or you have it under control. We will get it under control. Today we are honored to be speaking with Josh Klein of Breitbart News. And Josh, what are we talking about today? <laughs> Where to begin? Uh, the world is uh, falling apart. Uh, so oh, I'm trying to seek some wisdom and some answers uh, from uh, one of the wisest men I know. Uh, but I guess we could start with uh, Biden. Uh, you know, he's one thing. Yeah, I definitely think he got right during his UN speech. He said that you know the country and the world is at an inflection point uh but that much i agree with uh but yeah, just yeah but let's <laughs> say who put us here yeah that's uh biden put us in a literally a new world order that is kind of being created not kind of that is being created uh both through foreign policy and domestically so i guess maybe focus first on the domestic side um oh. I think that obviously what's going on on the border, the whether you even call it a border, um, is just utterly insane. Who would have thought that we would have third world, you know, shanty towns being built? Um, but according to our Alejandro Mayorkas, uh, the DHS secretary, we're supposed to not believe our eyes. It's all a lie. The border is where, where did that creep come from? Where did they get him from? Isn't he a former Obama guy? That's Mayorkas. Yeah, um, I believe so. He's uh, originally, I think, from Cuba. But uh, yeah. But he how was... does he get away with openly lying that they're deporting Haitians when everyone knows they're they're dispersing them throughout America, which is destroying the nation? It will never recover from this, by the way, ever. And I don't want to hear that they're just like uh, uh, the European Americans who came in here and their ancestors, rather. I'm not going to listen to this garbage anymore. Yeah, I mean, he gets away with it because, I mean, generally the media didn't even focus on it. The only time that they focused on it, which this is, I mean, this really just kind of encapsulates Josh, everything. Josh, I've been using the tagline borders, language and culture since 1994, because we all know that borders define a nation. Language defines a nation and culture defines a nation. Everything stems from these three concepts. Now, everyone knows this except the administration which does not believe in borders language and culture they want to melt us down they want to dissolve america into a part of the new world order which sounds uh conspiratorial right-wing conspiratorial but you know and i both know it's true the radical left that's ruining our nation in just a few months has melted the nation down into a cesspool and the fact of the matter is the media is complicit, as you well know. We keep hearing the 11 million illegals need to be normalized. That number has been the same for 25 years. I would guesstimate it's 60 million illegals are already in this country, which explains how totally corrupt dem Democrat politicians can remain in office for so many years while taxpayers scratch their heads and say, but I voted against that person. How? It's probably 60 million illegals, probably 30 million of them vote. The cost is overwhelming to our schools, to our hospitals, to our police. The tab is almost, you can't calculate it. How much are we spending per year on students of whom many are illegal immigrant students who don't even speak English? How much of our educational system is being spent on, quote, English as a second language to cater to these illegal alien children at uh, the cost of our own children not learning the basics of reading, writing, and arithmetic. Yeah. This, is one of the, this is one of the cruelest jokes being played on the American taxpayers, and it's being done with complicity of the Wolf Blitzers. I, I mean, I can name them, but they're all complicit, by the way. And the fact of the matter is, it just got to the point now 
not the inflection point, we can never come back from what he just did to us with the Haitians. Yeah, I mean, that was my main kind of question slash concern to you. And your last podcast, which was unbelievable, you mentioned that the dam has broken, which 100% I agree with. I mean, but now what? Now where do we go? I mean, what do we do? I mean, are we the large-scale invasion, the large-scale invasion, first from the Central Americans on our southern border, that is being unleashed upon the population of this nation is the most lawless abuse of power I've ever seen in my entire life, both in and out of politics. The Biden criminal gang is not following any law. They're just flooding the nation as quickly as they can to overwhelm the system and get as many illegal aliens into this nation as fast as possible. Ask the police in South Florida about the Haitians who have come to that part of the nation. Ask them about the shootouts, the drug gangs. You know, uh, the thing is, we're just talking about what can we, the citizens, do when the country's being ruled by a almost a Gestapo of liars. I hate to use the word Gestapo because right away they say you're always you're overemphasizing the analogy to the Third Reich. Well, what is this like when you have a lying criminal government with zero truth? Truth means nothing to them. It's lie, 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 deny, 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 delay, delay, delay. This is a fever, a fever of liars and criminals running this country. But where are the Republicans? When has Mitch McConnell last stood up and said something about all of this? You know and I know that the Republicans want the flood of illegal aliens because they have the same exact interests against the working middle class Americans that the Democrats do. That's a given. Mitch McConnell is exactly part of the problem as are the fake conservatives in the media who are saying nothing about it other than we have to be nice to the illegal aliens. Why not deport all of them? Yeah, I mean, one Republican that was pretty vocal, and I want to get your take on this, um, is uh, ex-president you know, George, H- George W. Bush. Oh, boy. I mean, what he said on 9-11, I mean, literally about you know, 50, 60, 80 million voters comparing them to terrorists on 9-11, I, I mean, I think we're looking at a big uh, split in the Republican Party, perhaps. Well, George Bush is part of the Bush dynasty. And the Bush dynasty, as you well know, is an open borders internationalist uh, uh, dynasty. And they're no different than the Republican National Committee, the RNC. And the nation is now seeing clearly what I truthfully said while Bush was in power when he tripled the national debt, uh, and I called him a fiscal socialist at the time, and this is a long time ago. So there's nothing new under the sun with, with, uh, with Bush, nothing at all. But that, that's not going to get us anywhere right now. The question is, what do we, the people, do? We're all powerless. We feel helpless. Josh, I do not know a single person from those struggling to make a living to those who are wealthy who are not in agony right now about what they're doing to this nation with relentless mass flooding of immigrants into the United States. Now, the, 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 the real issue here is that they're not alone. As I say, it's a Republican corporate media that is on the same side. You think between you and I, we both know that Fox News is run by the liberal uh, uh, Lachlan Murdoch. He's a super liberal. And so they want this influx of refugees into the United States, including all of the social damage that they will do to this country. The question is, where is the Republican leadership? Where will we house and clothe and feed these economic refugees from all corners of the globe who are setting up their camp around the nation? Where? Who's gonna, where's the money going to come from? I don't know the answer to that. I don't think we can ever survive this. And all I can do now is do my podcast, my tweets, and say, what difference does that make? It's like peeing against the wind. (laughs) And, you know, the dam has been broken. I'm standing there watching the water flooding the country and overriding over me. And every day when I get up and I say, what difference does it make? The answer to me is, and those of us listening to the podcast or in the media or working to stop this insanity, 
think of it this way. It's one small step for humanity. In other words, my tweets, my podcast, how I see it, they're small steps for humanity. That's all we can do. And the last refuge that we have is ridicule. Ridicule that senile bastard in the White House. Ridicule the scum around him. Ridicule the Gestapo around him. Had the nerve the other day of throwing reporters out of a, a, a meeting, literally re- throwing them out like a Gestapo. We all saw this. I'll be right back with more from this incredible interview. Michael Savage, a host like no other. You've been ringing the bell for, you know, over 30 years now. There's the GOP. I mean, this is um, I mean, this is unbelievable. Talk about overwhelming the system. I mean, this goes kind of like a cloward piven on steroids. Um, the bill that they are attempting to pass, the three and a half slash five and a half trillion dollar, you know, soft, quote unquote, infrastructure bill um, to save us from, you know, the catastrophes of uh, climate change. I mean, that's where they're going to get the money for it to pay for all of this. Um, but it's going to bankrupt our country and it's going to enrich, I well, think, the country China. Is already, look, the country is already built on, on sand. The, the economy is built on complete sand. How can a company like Tesla have a valuation greater than that of the three big auto companies when they're not even profitable? How is that even possible? So we're living through an age of, of gilded speculation not unlike the 1920s before the crash, and they're just keeping it going through sheer willpower of deceit. And it will crash. And when it crashes and everything falls down around all of us, who is going to pay for all of this is the question. What is going to happen in this country when the country collapses, when the nation's economy finally reflects the reality? Who's going to pay for all of this? Yeah, (laughs) I mean, it seems like it's going to be financed through uh, debt to China. I mean, and it's never well, I, what, the taxation will be what, 98 percent. And they'll say that the rich are the last two percent. You know, a couple of years ago, I was invited to give a, a, a Christmas speech to a group of special forces veterans. And I'm not a combat veteran. I was so humbled by the experience. And I said to them at the beginning, at the outset, I said, not having worn the red badge of courage, I'm, I'm honored and humbled to be here. And I meant the one man came up to me at the end and he was of Greek heritage, a diminutive man who, if you had met him in the street, would not know. You would not know he was a, a warrior, a SEALs warrior who had fought many times in combat. And he said, you know, Michael, he said, I'm from Greece. And he said, during the communist revolution in Greece, my uncle had two goats or two cows. I don't remember which it was. And his neighbors came who had one goat or one cow and said, you're a capitalist. And they killed him. They beat him to death with garden tools. He said, that's the true face of communism, which is why I enlisted in the military. Now, listen, I mean, it's hard to believe what I just said. To the communist who has one cow, the man who has two cows is a capitalist pig who needs to be killed. I know it sounds crazy, doesn't it? Like it can't happen here. Yeah. Well, can it happen here? I think so. And that's not sheer hyperbole either, by the way. Not at all. So it returns us to the penultimate predicament that we are in. What are we going to do? Take small steps humanity. I don't know what else to tell people. They have to speak about it. They can't just shrug and say, I can't do anything about it. Everything begins with the people. We might just be able to gain, get the country back. How? I don't know. It's so long out. We all know that Biden's not going to finish his term. Would you agree with that? Uh, I, I don't even know if he's really running his term now, but yeah, 100 percent. I'm saying we're, not, physically, uh, we're wishing we're wishing him the best. Oh, yeah. But the fact of the matter is we know he's in serious mental decline, Joshua. Everyone can see that he's being covered for by the Gestapo around him. That's the narrative. The narrative is he's in charge. He knows what he's doing. Everyone knows the king has no clothes. The king is a senile mess. And waiting in the wings is the Nancy Pelosi wing of the Demon Cat Party. 
And that's in the form of Kamala Harris, who is perhaps the most incompetent, corrupt, despised person in American politics, I would say next to Nancy Pelosi. And I mentioned Nancy Pelosi because Kamala Harris got where she is through Nancy Pelosi and the San Francisco machine. That is who will be running this nation. So as bad as things are now, once Biden is taken out of office because he can no longer even stand on his own, I believe that it will be Pelosi running the world if she's not already running it behind the scenes. Yeah, I definitely think that's what we're in for. And I think that kind of uh, it already is going on behind the scenes at this point. Uh, I think the Obama gang, uh, the Valley Jarrett's of the world. I mean, all the people that are seated into this administration are people from Obama's administration. This is stuff that he never that he dreamed of getting through, but never could have. Um, now he's able to with, you know, the straw man Biden, I believe, at least through, you know, behind the scenes, I believe, you know, Obama was always a Fabian socialist. It was an you know incremental uh, path towards socialism, and I think right now we're seeing kind of a Cambrian explosion um, of all the of socialism. Just well, they're lo- they're looting they're looting the nation. For well over a year, they had paid hooligans in the streets, most notably in Portland and in Seattle. They paid these hooligans, the Antifa barbarians the BLM criminals, they were paid for lock, stock, and barrel behind the scenes. You know, today I did want to talk a little bit about mass hysteria. And there is a thing called mass hysteria. And I would say that the liberals in this country, if you want to call them that, the progressives, are simply like dogs who are suffering from a phenomenon in the pet world called terrier frenzy. Now, people don't know what terrier frenzy is. It's a phenomenon supposedly applying specifically to Boston Terriers. But this this terrier frenzy occurs in other dogs where an outside stimulus causes the excitable breed to go a little nuts. In time, this frenzy burns itself off. But if there are two terriers, the action of the first will trigger a similar response in the second. The frenzy of the second dog will reignite the first and typically send that dog into an even greater frenzy. And so it goes until the two dogs have completely lost control. God help you if there are three terriers, but God help us when there are hundreds of them in Congress. And this mass hysteria, by the way, is what we are seeing. We are seeing mass hysteria where no matter what happens to the nation that is destroying it, They scream the typical words, racism, racism, racism. Fact of the matter is the Democrats, most particularly the squid, are purveyors of Goebbels level lies. But the voters in America sadly rejected Donald Trump for a second term. Let's not go into the the election fraud or any of that. The fact of the matter is the hysteria of the left is a form of PTSD in a certain way, where the entire left has fallen prey to hysteria. And so how do you deal with people who are irrational? How do you deal with a Maxine Waters who was a total jackass liar? So she gets up and gives a speech about the Haitians who have overrun the country and says that we are now a Gestapo and it's worse than slavery. How do you deal with that? When you have vermin in the media like Wolf Blitzer and Anderson Cooper and Jake Tapper and the others who who typify to me the worst people in the history of the nation. How do you deal with it when the people who are hysterical believe them, believe the big lie as truth? Another Goebbels statement. If you tell a big lie often enough, it becomes the truth. The big lie is we're a nation of immigrants. The next big lie is that there's only 11 million illegal aliens. The next big lie is they all come here to work, but they're not alone. There are people in the media who call themselves conservatives who actually agree with it. They're ecstatic about this mass immigration to the United States. There are people like, I guess I could say Glenn Beck, if he's still relevant, who actually said that we need another 800,000 people, 800,000 illegal aliens 
in order to compete in the world. Can you believe this? That's, that's if he's still on the right. I don't know where he is anymore, but he was quoted as having said that a Glenn Beck type. Can you believe this? There are those on Fox News repeat the same thing. They program an inverse reality where they say they all come here to work. They all come here to work. So, again, small steps for humanity is all that we can possibly take. We can't fight this. I don't know how, how to say it any other way. We have gone from a melting pot to a chamber pot in nine short months under the most senile and willfully criminal presidency in American history. Where are the Republicans? They're agreeing with him. And the fact of the matter is we have no opposition party whatsoever. It's a one-party system, Democrats, Republicans, as I've said since 1994. And Fox News, really, is, uh, again, cognitive dissonance for most of us. Any of us who have a modicum of situational awareness knows that Fox News is actually helping giggle their way through America's collapse. We need to take a quick break. We'll be right back on the Savage Nation podcast. The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand. Baptist Church, Reverend Freddie Haynes. Why, why are you still racism where it doesn't exist? How much money? Why are you trying to come and provoke and for violence? Why are you here advocating for violence? Why are you here advocating for violence? It's not a racist city. Del Rio is a loving, caring community. We don't want your racism in Texas. Get out of here. Nobody wants to hear your racist nonsense in Del Rio. You're talking about Maxine Waters and um, the only people literally held accountable, quote unquote, I don't even want to call it that. I mean, it's demoralization. I mean, the people that the on the horseback that supposedly uh, whipped these Haitian migrants that never happened. They're on yeah, they were not they were not whips that were the reins that were used to control the horse. But vermin like Maxine Waters didn't stop from screaming racism in order to make sure all of Haiti comes to America. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to the sensitivities of, you know, the illegal migrants, suddenly there's, you know, there has to be an investigation. We have to look into this, the truth of that. Right. Uh, Don't look into the flood of illegals. Look into the Border Patrol, uh, overwhelmed, outnumbered and overrun. Look into that false narrative used to stoke fear which leads to dependence on the Democrat Party. Yeah, I think it's just uh, an all-out assault to just demoralize and every everyone that, you know, has uh, any dissent. Yeah, but the media which pushed the false narrative like Russia collusion between Trump and Russia. Okay, it's a false narrative. We all know that now. Now they're yeah. pushing several new co- uh, uh, false narratives. They all come here to work. The Border Patrol is racist, et cetera, so forth and so on. So where does this end? Where does it end? It's the war on America's middle class. It began a long time ago. It most visibly was seen with the tearing down of statues by Antifa and BLM, the criminal organizations. And now they're tearing the nation itself down where the enemy without has become the enemy within. Yeah. um, it's just the attacks on all the institutions of this country. I mean, they claimed when Trump was in office, he was going to be the one to destroy every institution. I mean, literally the attacks on everything, law and order, the education system, the financial system, you know, foreign policy, everything is just completely under attack. Every stabilizing institution that you know, keeps this country in check, I guess this is just part of the... Well, I... I th- You know, years ago, I wrote a book called Stop Mass Hysteria. And in it, I said, I talked about hysteria, victimhood and true trauma. And I said that today in pursuit of likes for their cell phone videos posted on the Internet, mass hysterics have added the terrorist tactics of fire and destruction to what were once verbal protests, sit-ins, peaceful marches and the like. Unable to persuade with their flawed arguments, they seek to cause fear using flamethrowers tossing soda cans filled with concrete, hurling bottles of urine, and, of course, planting bombs and firing guns, now, of course, flooding America with totally 
unabsorbable masses of illegal aliens in order to destroy the United States of America, most particularly uh, the middle class. And I concluded by saying our system, the entire system is now at risk and the drift towards disaster must be corrected. The mass hysteria of special interests, political correctness, internet memes, and social media tropes must be identified as the partisan anti-American force it is. It must be called out and stopped if our republic is to survive. Unfortunately, no one heeded that warning in Stop Mass Hysteria, which was published in 2018. And now I think that I have to agree with Joe Biden on something. We have crossed the inflection point. He has done it, which is the classic big lie. First, you commit the crime and say there's a big crime and point the fingers at others. Yeah, that's uh, that was my main uh, uh, thesis, I guess, towards you is uh, once we've the stand has been broken, where do we go from here? I mean, it seems like we're just going to drown in it. Um, <laughs> how do we how do we take care of all these illegal aliens when we have armies of bums in the streets of America right now? We have the night of the living dead walking around San Francisco, New York City, Los Angeles. And now we're bringing in more illegal aliens. Who's going to pay for it? Where's the finance for this? They're all going to work. And amongst this horde of uneducated, unvaccinated, unvetted army, first from Afghanistan, we forgot about that already. A hundred thousand at least Afghans are coming, being brought into this country, dispersed throughout America, mainly in Republican voting districts. Now the Haitians where does this end? I, unless there are other questions, I think I've said all I can possibly <laughs> say about this, this uh, night of the living dead that we're wish- living through under the notorious Biden. No, it's just you've been so unbelievably uh, prescient with uh, literally everything throughout your career, uh, literally from borders, language and culture, uh, most recent books, uh, you know, trickle down tyranny, uh, stop the coming civil war always one step ahead of seeing what's going to happen um so when i saw this about the dam breaking and listened to that podcast i mean it really just resonated with me and i was like i have to get michael savage's take where where do we go from here um well look you have to ask why is it that i'm never seen on fox news i'm on newsmax tv chris ruddy has the guts to have a real conservative network fox news has been a communications department of the Republican Party for many years. It is the Bush News Network. It's not Fox News. It's the Bush News Network because his policy positions are almost identical to the corporate mentality of of, of Fox News. And what they're doing is basically demolishing the United States as we know it. And nobody knows how this ends. Yeah. I think that's what kind of kept you pure and unadulterated was not being associated and not having to, you know, concede, you know, some of your ideas just to be a part of the you know, the establishment news media outlets um, while you were always a well of truth. Um, well, I don't know how much longer I could, honest to God, I don't know how much longer I can do this, Josh. Yeah. I, actually, I have trouble at night going to sleep. People don't think it's personal to me. I'm an immigrant's son. I lay in bed sometimes in the morning before I get out of bed and I say, my poor country, my poor nation. I actually love this nation. I don't know how in the world it happened so fast other than the government media complex and purely evil forces of greed. But how do we stop this mass hysteria? Yeah, well, I think God that we need we literally we need an intervention, a divine intervention to stop what's happening. And I don't think we're going to get it. I think God left the theater a long time ago. Yeah, um, it's uh, not pretty, but I guess that's uh, I hate to be so depressing. <laughs> I know it's very depressing. I know yeah. you want some words of wisdom of that God's going to save us. There's yeah. going to be some miracle. The people will see the truth. None of that will happen. I'm yeah. a total and absolute uh, a cynic at this point. 
Yeah, more of a prophet. More most prophecies have to do with you know doom, unless you change your course. Um, it's always difficult to be a prophet. They're always you know bad upon. Nobody wants to hear what they have to say because you know, it's the truth. You 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 called and said I want to do an interview with you because I saw your podcast the other day called The Dam Has Been Broken, and you referred back to a book that I wrote called Trickle Down Tyranny. And in that book, I wrote a script for a president who could save our nation. And that person was Donald Trump, as flawed as he is. When we elected him, I said, if we get 10% of what he promises, it will be 110% more than what we will get with Hillary Clinton. Was I wrong? No, I was 100% right. So people put down Trump and say this about him and that about him. But the fact of the matter is, he was the only firewall that we had between us and what is happening right now. And we now have exactly what I predicted under Biden. Exactly. We have unpatriotic generals. We have lying health officials. We're not even going to talk about that. We have in Biden white trash running America. I know those are strong words, but a definition of trash in a human being is no principles, no honor, out only for themselves and their grifter families. So here we are, my friends. And by the grace of God, we shall survive. I have nothing else I can add. Yeah, well, amen to surviving. Humanity always finds a way. Any other questiones? Um, I think we covered pretty much uh, everything. Yeah, uh, Pretty comprehensive. It can, it, yep, it can happen here. The dam has been breached. <laughs> yeah, it's how fast the water is going to be pouring out and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, how, how, how much longer we can tread water. That's, uh, I guess, all that's left to ask. Yeah, well, no. we're going to look forward to the article that you're writing, Joshua Klein, for Breitbart, which is my first go-to website every morning. I turn to it every morning. I, lo- I still love Breitbart. How are the numbers at Breitbart, uh, the, 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 the viewership? Is it good? Yeah, I mean, we're definitely fighting up against, you know, Facebook and the big social media companies that are trying to depress our traffic, uh, Google, Facebook, Twitter. Um, But uh, even with that, unbelievably, yeah, we're still maintaining, um, you know, our pretty large audience. Um, Yeah, our readership is very high. I think the last month's numbers um, had us at about 150 million page views, which was close to about the Wall Street Journal. Um, so even with all that, um, attempting to depress, uh, my voice, yeah, we're still doing very well. You know, I, I linked one of your major stories today on my little website, michaelsavage.com. It says report social media giants helping lead Haitian migrants to Texas by Simon Kent. It's about social media tools provided by Facebook, YouTube, and, uh, platforms like WhatsApp, literally guiding illegal aliens <laughs> across Mexico into the United States. So we know who the enemies of our nation are. They're internationalists, they're globalists. Everything the right wing warned about for the last 20 years is 110% true. Thanks for uh, taking the time out with me today, Josh. Yeah, thanks for having me. And yes, it's my pleasure. Really. The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. When I wrote Stop Mass Hysteria, I knew how relevant it was. It may be more relevant now than when it was published back in 2018. Just listen to this interview I did with Jim Hoff with the Gateway Pundit, and you make the decision. Dr. Savage, thank you so much for your time today. Um, Of course, I'm very excited to, to speak with you. And uh, I'm very interested to hear what you have to say about your new book, Mass Hysteria, and especially because of the day and age we live in. And uh, then, of course, uh, on top of that, we have not just the uh, hysteria from the Mueller witch hunt, but then on, on top of that, this past week, we've seen the mass hysteria, which is uh, exactly what you're speaking about, and uh, it's with this Kavanaugh hearing uh, for the Supreme Court. So I'm just, you know, very excited to hear your thoughts on this whole, this whole. Uh, well, let me begin by stating in the beginning that there's a huge difference between mass hysteria and justified concern, and this is something we have to. 
Kavanaugh poses a threat to all women on the planet, that he's a mad rapist, that if he gets to the Supreme Court, he'll run around uh, making the climate of rape more acceptable. This is the greatest example of mass hysteria since the Trump derangement syndrome. And it's a continuation, of course, of the hatred for Trump and of the hatred for those of us who supported Donald Trump and Donald Trump's agenda, really, more than Donald Trump, because it's really not about Donald Trump, it's about the agenda, which is largely based upon this uh, uh, moderate nationalism that I've offered for many, many years, and everybody knows that. But right. I want to get into this, this issue that you ask, the mass hysteria. Right. Now, if you look back through history, history, real history, not agenda masquerading as history, which is all that you get from the media today. Sure. We, we will see that there is real danger that we face today, as opposed to imagined threats, which we don't really face today, other than those uh, offered by the left-wing media and by the left-wing politicians. Fake threats, as opposed to real threats. What is the number one greatest threat to America today? Radical Islam. For the last 1,400 years, radical Islam has been at war with the world. This is not Islamophobia, as the mainstream media would have you believe. Right. It is history. It is history. And I urge anyone listening to this interview, or reading Gateway Pundit, uh, to look at the list without the bias that I mention in this book, meaning indoctrination versus truth. And if you go back just 40 years, but just a partial listing of the atrocities of radical Islam, 1979, the U.S. Embassy in Iran, as I list, I have two pages of it, right through 2015, and uh, the, the chapter is entitled "From Salem to CNN," hmm. and it's an interesting, it's an interesting connection from Salem to CNN because they're not too different, are they? Uh, not at all. Yeah, and it gets worse by the day. Now. I don't want to go into the Salem witch trials, but we're living through the equivalent of the Salem witch trials right now. While there's actually, there is actually a real war against women, but it's not coming from uh, Christian conservatives like Kavanaugh. The real war against women is coming from the radical feminists who are actually debasing feminists and debasing women across America with false accusations, or let's say exaggerated accusations. Right. And, and it, it seems to me, doctor, that it's uh, it's not just women who are under attack by these. Uh, and I was it you who termed uh, who, who coined the term feminazi? I'm not sure if that was you. I think I know. No, I think that that was someone else. Right. I would I wouldn't use it because it's an overuse of the word Nazi. Uh, I mean, I call them fem fascists in, in stop mass hysteria. It's the same thing. It's sure. A form of totalitarianism, no matter, no matter how cute you phrase it. Right. What went on, as you well know, in the Soviet Union under Stalin. It went on first in the French Revolution, as I've said on my radio show over and over again, since the first liberals got, got hammered and hit with the guillotine. I said, watch out, because tomorrow it's going to be you. Let's not celebrate the fall of, uh, uh, of the Harvey Weinstein so quickly. As piggish and as horrendous as he is, let's have a damn trial before we all rush to burn him at the stake. Because if we rush to judgment, Without a fair trial, any one of us could get it. Well, I said that when the Weinstein thing started. Right. Look where we are today, the yeah. land is eating its own as they did in the French Revolution, the Soviet Union, Fidel Castro's Cuban Revolution, uh, Pol Pot's Revolution. The left starts by killing their enemies, the so-called counter-revolutionaries. And then when the counter-revolutionaries have all been killed, they start killing their cohorts. And that's the problem with these mass hysterias, Jim. Right. Is that there's a, it's like a virus. It's like, a, as an ep trained epidemiologist, it's really an epidemic. It's almost a medical situation. This, this madness is very similar to, a, to an epidemic that wow. continues to spread through the population without, without discriminating who it attacks. That's the point. And so in Stop Mass Hysteria, I try to bring real history to the discussion rather than straight polemics. And I, I hope that people will understand that even in an age of vacuity, which is what we're living in, there's, there's a place for history and politics combined. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's interesting you say that the women are under attack from the feminists. And yet most, uh, yeah, I think a lot of people are obviously seeing that, you know, young men, I would be frightened if I had a young, young, uh, you know, adolescent boy, you know, uh, it, it's, it's just frightening what, uh, can come up 30 years later 
that they, uh, you know, that th- what we're seeing today, it's, it's, it's unbelievable, actually. I talked about it on my show this week. I appealed to liberal listeners to the show, women, because I have a large independent audience. They're not diehard Republicans in large parts. And I uh, have always been an independent. I said, ladies, listen to me, women, listen carefully. Don't you have a brother, a son, an mm-hmm. uncle, a nephew who's a child? Do you want this child facing the equivalent of this mass hysteria for the rest of his life for someone he may have kissed in the fifth grade? <laughs> is this the world you want to live in? Where a boy is afraid to say hello to a girl that he finds attractive? This is how civilization has existed from the beginning. And listen, this is not happening in a vacuum, Jim. Right. I know it sounds a little ludicrous, but I do have study history. And I know this is a big jump. This is not coming out of nowhere. Yeah. But I've quoted this on my radio show for the last few weeks since this mass hysteria of the Kavanaugh trials have, have come up, which is, um, I read Karl Marx when I was 18. If you just read Karl Marx in a cursory manner, you will see he calls marriage and family of both bourgeois institutions that have to be dissolved in order for the state to take control of, of, uh, of, of, of the people. Mm-hmm. So they start by debasing the family. Sound right. familiar? Absolutely. Then they start mocking marriage. Sound familiar? Absolutely. Then they make sex as um, readily available as a sneeze in the night. Sound familiar? Oh, and, and not just sex, doctor, but just the crudest kinds of sex, you know, that well, we've, you we've seen. So what happens is the whole idea of love and marriage going together like a horse and carriage leading to family ends. What happens? Birth rates plummet in the Western world. Check that on the box. Sure. Uh, birth rates of immigrants from more primitive cultures, so-called, continue to rise. Run the curves out 20 years and you'll see what happens to Europe and the United States of America, which is already happening. Right. Now you say it's not happening in a vacuum. I said, I said it's not happening in a vacuum. It's not. It's by design. This is by design. Because they know, see this messaging it's not hitting the minority communities at all. This messaging is not, it's hitting only the educated Caucasian population, by and large. They take this garbage seriously. And as a result, we have this declining birth rate. But I don't want to get too far afield. Uh-huh. I want to stick to the, the issues uh, uh, that we are talking right. about. Home of Borders, Language, Culture, The Savage Nation see this mass hysteria lead leading to with uh the prime example with kavanaugh today it could metastasize and get much worse where the most prominent men in our society are destroyed in the very near future this is our this is going to be our waterloo we did not ex- expose the diane feinsteins for the vicious criminals that they actually are look who did this to him yeah it was a effort of the entire left-wing movement to wait until the hearings were over to unleash this this uh, charge against him. And who did it? Diane Feinstein. Is she as pure as the driven snow? Have we all gotten collective mass amnesia as to who this woman is? Right. Yeah, remember just a few months ago it was revealed that she had a spy from China driving her for 16 years and running her office and she... I didn't know he was a spy. Remember that story? Yeah. Now, wait a minute. Why is there no Senate hearing on that? Instead of on Kavanaugh. But the boldness, the brazenness of the left is such that that doesn't get a hearing? But rolling on a bed when the guy was in high school? That becomes an international incident? Now, let's go back to that incident itself. First of all... If it occurred at all, well, let me start by saying rape is about the mo- the worst thing anyone can do to anyone. Sure. I've, said, I've said it for years, for 15 years. Rape is one of the worst things that can ever happen to a person. It destroys their soul. And whoever commits rape for real should be punished to the full extent of the law. I want to be very clear about that because I've been clear about it for years. But having said that, accusing someone of such a crime is a crime unto itself. And right. so, let's look at what's happening right now. They were both underage. He was 
Yeah. The very same left that claims that when a teen, again, emphasis on the word teen, commits a crime, we shouldn't try that teen as an adult because their brains are not fully developed. That's been the argument of the ACLU and the radical left forever, right? You're right. Oh, the poor teen shouldn't be tried as a full adult because their brains aren't developed. Then they bring in one wing nut after another from Harvard or NYU who shows pictures of the developing brain. And the teen is uh, given uh, a, a pass for the crime he may have committed. Well, if Kavanaugh was 17, if this occurred, boy and girl. She was a girl, he was a boy. Can we give him, even if it happened, can we say he was a boy at the time? He's not a man. He wasn't a man. Right. He was a boy. That's number one. That's if it happened. That's number one. Number two, as I spent a lot of time on my radio show describing, human memory is extremely unreliable. And I talked about the science of childhood memory and imagination. And there's a phenomenon developed by psychologists entitled imagination inflation. Imagination inflation, which means that the, if you imagine a childhood event occurred, it inflates, it inflates a confidence that it actually occurred if you just imagine it occurred. Mm. And it's known as counterfactual imaginings. And they have far-reaching implications. And experiments have been done, notably by Elizabeth Loftus, Dr. Elizabeth Loftus, and publications have been published on this. And I had her on my show where we learn human memory is known to be unreliable and that Christine Ford, through no fault of her own, may be suffering from the same unconscious memory problems that we all are vulnerable to. And I give an example. Eyewitness accounts of crimes are very inaccurate. And this is interesting. The left wing meaning the George Soros funded Innocence Project, which goes out of its way to prove that crimes are uh, not committed by selected individuals, Right. Even the Innocence Project determined that 75% of the 239 cases it reviewed had occurred due to inaccurate eyewitness testimony. So eyewitness accounts of crimes are very inaccurate, right? Right. So Christine, Dr. Freud, I call her, by the way, at this time, I, uh, it's a combination of Freud and Freud. Actually, it's a combination of Freud and Freud and Freud. Dr. Freud, as I affectionately call her, right. could be remembering an assault by another boy at another time, but a dislike of Kavanaugh and his friends intruded at the time or later to cause her to associate him with the event. Perhaps someone told her that Kavanaugh was a bad sort likely to do such things. Maybe recent, recent events, such as the Me Too movement, have elevated a mild bit of misbehavior to the level of a full-on assault and confusing it with rape. Now, this is related to cognitive science. This is related to the fact that memory is subject to social bias, suggestibility, and retroactive interference, all documented in the science and scientific literature. But I think we're getting too focused on this one issue. This is an example of the mass hysteria of the times. Uh, and I like to say that your question to me, uh, in right, that you sent to me in writing, I want to re I wanted to um, sure to, to go to some of these questions. Great. You say in your latest book you point to several episodes in American history where the public was so easily duped to believing unbelievable things. Well, rather than reading from my own book, from Salem to CNN and how hysteria taught us to anesthetize ourselves, I'd rather people read it themselves. But I would like to answer: How would you rate the current political climate in America? How? Yeah, I would say I would say right now the mass hysteria is greater than it ever has been in my lifetime, and I'm not too young. Uh, but let's put my own lifetime aside. Uh -huh. Let's look at the McCarthy era, the mass hysteria of both pro and con. Let's go before that to the 1930s, the War of the Worlds by Orson Welles, right? That freaked America out. The Martians had landed. That's right. Okay. Neither of those. Uh, events created as much panic as we now see as a result of the constant drumbeat wow. from, from the media and from the radical left driving the media. The, the engine of the radical media is the left-wing movement in America. Absolutely. 
Wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely. Yes. So I would rate this the mass hysteria we're living through right now, I'm saying, aside from this current example, the one we've lived through since Trump has been elected is a massive propaganda campaign unlike any I've ever seen in my lifetime. And as I so jokingly said, not so jokingly said on my show, if Donald Trump were announced tomorrow from the, from the Oval Office that he has been working secretly with scientists and he has the cure for um, um, Alzheimer's disease, and here it is with three scientists, right. here's, the headline, here's the headline in the Washington Post. Trump admits he held back the cure for Alzheimer's for months, thereby causing unnecessary suffering amongst millions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, this is how crazy it's become. You know, when I was in the White House in April, Right. I told the story before. It's, it's kind of funny, but tell it. And those it's pictures, by the way, excuse me, those pictures were out there on Twitter, which uh, that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, the one of me at his desk. So I'm sitting there, and we're talking, and about 10 minutes into the conversation, there's a black box on his desk with a, a red light on it, and it starts to flash, the red light flashes, and he presses the button. This was the height of the North at the height of the North Korea um, tension. Wow. I looked at him and I said, Mr. President, did you just launch a nuclear war? <laughs> so, so President Trump looks at me and he gives me that sarcastic face he's known for. He said, yeah, I just launched an atomic bomb. And he, he, you can wait for the timing. He's got great New York timing. Yeah, I just launched an atomic bomb. Would you like a Diet Coke? I just ordered one from my belt. <laughs> okay. So I tell the story the next day on my radio show. And here's the headline in the in the quote conservative Washington Examiner President Trump jokes about nuclear war with radio talk show host Michael Savage oh my gosh now I, I don't know who's being sarcastic here are they kidding why would the Washington Examiner report a thing like that in that way even they had to get in on the Trump bashing to sell a newspaper right yeah that's crazy well, that's another yeah. example so it's spread now it's not just limited by the way the mass hysteria that I talk about in the book Stop Mass Hysteria it's not just limited to the left there's a lot of mass hysteria on the right the problem is let's not confuse reality with fantasy we will be back to finish this interview from the Gateway Pundit right after this short break on the Savage Nation podcast Michael Savage a host like no other You know, an, an interesting thing that we're seeing uh, today is that even uh, when, when tr- which goes back to your, your story you just told, when Trump cracks a joke, the media is taking it seriously. When he cracks a joke at his uh, rallies that, uh, you know, uh, he, well, he wants Putin to uh, look at Hillary's emails, the, the media takes it seriously and they quote it now in their Mueller reports. So it's completely insane. The left has lost their sense of humor completely unless it involves attacking Republicans or Trump, it seems. Well, it sells, it sells newspapers and has people watching TV. Now, I want to talk about the children of America today because I, I think it's important to state that today's youth are the targets and cause of campus progressives. Right. Children have always been victims of manipulation. The testimony of children was used against the supposed witches in Salem, Massachusetts. Ah. It was used, the, the testimony of children was used to destroy in the McMartin trials that destroyed lives. It was all hysteria. Children are the ones whose minds are being anesthetized right now and destroyed by drugs, including marijuana. Throughout history, those who perpetrated hysteria throughout history are immune from the consequences. And the essential question our nation has been forced to ask over and over is this, who is pulling the strings and why? Right. Right. And what's, what's, did you get to the answer to that, Doctor? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, uh, we know the answer. We know the answer and why. It's the left that wants to just break it all, bring it all down, man. Right. And rebuild society in its own image, which is uh, an image that's a nightmare. Sure. Because, because it's not going to be good for anyone, including left-wingers. They're going to go under the guillotine as well. That's what we're trying to say. Mm-hmm. Once the guillotine starts to fall, as evidenced by every revolution, including the French Revolution, nobody's immune. Right. 
And do you see the mass hysteria? You, you, obviously, we're at a critical point in our history. Uh, do you see this mass hysteria? We've already seen some violence. Do you see that ramping up? What's your prediction on that? It's just all emotion and getting people, uh, you know, to start screaming at someone and, and do this, these violent acts. So how, how is reason going to overcome this mass well, hysteria? What you just described is bullying at the end of the day. The left is using bullying tactics. Uh-huh. The pink hats, the screaming in the congressional hearing. Is this not bullying? Isn't it trying to force people into submission Absolutely. to a bullying tactic? Absolutely. Okay, so it's bullies at work. And what's going to happen in our country is that there's a huge middle class in, in voters, huge, undecided. Uh-huh. We all know it's bigger than the Democrats, bigger than the Republicans. Right. They're watching this, and they're saying, I want nothing to do with that group. I want nothing to do with this form of bullying, this violent, this 
Salem witch trials to the Trump witch hunt. Eventually, these things burn out. They're like epidemics, and all epidemics burn out, Jim. Eventually, they burn out. How long it will take, I don't know. Right. Even the Soviet Union, didn't it burn itself out? Absolutely. Well, it took a long time and 100 million people had to die because of the false economic belief system of Karl Marx. Look what one man did to the world. Yeah. Look what one man did with one book. Jim, it's phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. The power of ideas is phenomenal to me. Yeah. One book and Marxian economics yielded 100 million deaths. And so... We don't know how far this will go, this mass hysteria against men, because that's what we're living in right now, at this particular moment sure. in our history. This is a mass hysteria against men. And look at the, the lawyers, look what they look like. The meanest women on the planet. You yeah. can see who they are, the Feinsteins. What is she covering up by doing this? What is she doing to this decent man? Yeah. While she herself should be under investigation, yeah. not him. Right. Yeah, it's, uh, it's things are upside down, Doctor. I'm so glad you wrote this book, and I look forward to reading it myself. And uh, I can't wait to get to some of the answers to uh, all these questions that we brought up today. But thank you for your work and uh, for what you've done for the past 22 years and, and longer. And uh, it's really an honor to speak with you today. <laughs> Well, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed and learned something from it. And I want to remind you of something that I think is important for you to know. We have over 280 Savage Nation podcast episodes available to you absolutely free. I'll say that again. You can go back into this vast library of over 280 episodes and listen to any one of them or several of them at your leisure. So you never have to be without the Savage Nation. Thank you very much for listening.